Log Talk Radio. Davina Shemsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled Start Small, Getting Your First Customers Through Small Scale Marketing. Whenever you're starting an online business, always look at it this way. Don't expect to Grow overnight. It takes time. You have to build up a following, and it's all about using digital marketing. Starting a new business is daunting. As the founder of one of only six months old, Cooper Street, I ought to know. And while things like developing your products, setting up a corporation, or even finding of finding that it can be complex and difficult. There's always been one thing that has stood out to me as the most intimidating part of any new business, finding your first customers. Once you start putting your product out into the world, you face a question that can be genuinely terrifying Is the thing that I'm selling good enough that people will actually pay for it? If you're like me, the result may be that try to start marketing in the most impersonal ways possible, like running Facebook and Google Ads to avoid the prospect of face-to-face rejection. Of course, even if you're Braver than I, you may well decide to start with these major digital advertising platforms anyway. There are good reasons to do so. They have immense, powerful targeting abilities and huge audiences that make it easy to scale your advertising as your business grows. Ultimately, though, I think there's a better way for most businesses that start out small. Always look at it this way. If you are going to scale up a business, you need to look for some of the best things that you can do to truly help you with building up that business. And often, we don't always think about those things that we should. So, here, as you scale your small business marketing, take a look at the four ways to use marketing automation to grow your business. And today, even if you have a brick and mortar store, you have to have an online e-commerce store which means you need to understand and be able to use 
digital marketing. Because digital marketing is the tool that we're talking about here, but it's the best way to build an online business. And since we've been in the pandemic, business has been changing. Industries has been changing across all the boards. But the pandemic actually accelerated everything. And remember this, now that we have the vaccine, we're kind of at the tail end of things. So things are eventually going to be opening up again, and we're going to be able to move around again. But people have been going online to purchase, and they will continue to do so. And the industry is only going to grow. I got my first sales to people who, okay, let's back up a little bit. Small business marketing is personable, and people like personal. They increasingly want to support small businesses over giant behemoths. They want to know who's behind the products that they buy and what drives them. Now, here's the thing. You can be a small businessman. You can be an affiliate with one of these large corporations, but because you are the small businessman that they're dealing with, even though you're earning money off of the products that the corporation is selling, you're actually or they see you as the person who's selling the product, the individual, and they want they want to go to the smaller. They're looking for the good customer service, and when you offer them that customer service, that's what's going to get them wanting to come to you as opposed to going to someone else. I got my first sales to people who were neither friends nor family. When I posted about my startup in Hacker News, a Silicon Valley discussion format about startups, I had just put up the first version of my site. And let me just say, with the benefit of hindsight, that is, it looked like the work of a 10-year-old trying to make his first website. And I posted about it in a discussion thread about people's side businesses, even though I barely knew what I was doing. And the site was decidedly less than mediocre. People left me great feedback, and a bunch of them actually bought my products. It was the perfect audience because these were all people who were interested in startups, not just the products, but the journey of starting a company. For that reason, they saw my dubious-looking site as an interesting starting point, not a poorly designed dog treat store. And they recognized the end value that I was not only doing something interesting, but also putting myself out there. Now, the thing is, there are a lot of different platforms that you can go on today to start your your website. And they all have 
templates that you can use to create a great looking website, but do they have access to a checkout? Do they have access to an autoresponder where you can actually set up a landing page where you're giving away something to get someone's name and email address so that you can start developing that relationship with them so that you can always upsell them on products later on. If you are in the service industry, do they have something like a chat bot that you can actually link to your Facebook page or you can link to your website where you can begin chatting with visitors to your website and developing that relationship. So you need to look at a platform where you can do that. And I have had my website on various different platforms, and the one that I use now, eBusiness for us, just happens to be a fully functional digital website uh, platform. And I'm able to create a magazine that I can also make into a PDF and give away as an ebook. So you kind of need to look at the different types of platforms and how you can utilize them to really create a robust marketing platform without having to pay for each of them separately. Me and my very good dogs, that's one of the big benefits of starting small. If you do it in the right places, people give you the benefit of the doubt. They understand that you're one person and not a giant corporation, and they judge you accordingly. When you, your cable company has an outage, you get angry. When your favorite local cafe gets your order wrong, you cut them some slack. This isn't to say that people will buy garbage from you just because you're a small business, but it does mean that they'll generally engage with you in a friendly way when you talk to them. Starting small means that even when someone doesn't buy your product, they'll often be willing to give you helpful feedback, arguably more important to that when they do buy from your, your, buy your product, they feel a real connection to you and they'll be much more inclined to share your business with others. Here's the thing. This is why you need to look at if you have products that you're selling you need to look at it this way. You should be thinking about having an affiliate program also with your products. Simple reason. If you offer them an opportunity to actually take your product and offer it or mention it to their friends and they get the opportunity to earn extra income, then they're more likely to be willing to do the things that can help you expand your business 
on a global scale because online businesses today means that you're actually doing business globally, not locally. How to start small. When I say start small, I mean be hands-on, engage with prospective customers directly, and show your products off to people who are likely to be passionate. Here are a few examples. The farmer's market, craft fairs, and other events. Setting up a table and pitching your wares to folks passing by is the essence of starting small, depending on what type of product or service you're selling. Farmer's markets might work, or there may be less frequent events that are even more domain-specific. For example, if you're starting a sportswear company, many marathons have vendor villages. Okay, here's the thing. In the spring and in the fall, many towns have craft fairs. And often, you don't have to have a craft, but you may have a product and you can pay to be there where thousands of people come to see the artist and buy from them or whatever they're looking for. But here's the thing. What if, in your case, you have the opportunity to network with people while you're at an event and you can pass out cards or talk to people there's just so many different ways today that you can literally take a, a small business and actually greet other people and build it up so that you are communicating with them in a way to actually be able to build those relationships as you start to collect more emails. There are four ways to automate your email marketing for better communication. If you find groups of people who might be interested in your products, you can probably get it. Get in front of them cheaply. Reach out to an organizer or offer a supply to a few pizza. Next time they meet up, you'll likely get a positive response and often a chance to pitch your product for a few minutes. Actually, you can go to groups like Leaf Club or meetup groups where you're the only one in your specific industry and you get the opportunity to talk about it. And here's the thing, they will have one main, one main person who gives a 20-minute presentation on their product and tells you who they are or what kind of lead they're looking for. But also, you can go to groups where you, 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 you both, everyone kind of has the same industry, but they work in specific niches in an in industry. And, it, and you can 
give presentations at Lunch and Learns. But here's what I was saying is some one person will have like a 20-minute presentation where they can get into detail. But then everyone introduces themselves. They give a small synopsis or an elevator speech about their product and service and what kind of lead they're looking for. So it gives you some really good way of building and expanding and generating those leads to help you to build your business. You shouldn't necessarily go for the hard sell. Instead, tell people about your business. Ask for feedback. If you fail, the right people, the right feedback will be helpful. And if your product is great, you'll probably see some sales as well. While this is tougher during a pandemic, online groups are a great place to start. I've posted about my business in several San Diego where we're located, dog-related Facebook groups, and have been well-received and made several sales. The key here is to be authentic, to explain that I'm a local business, and people appreciate that. If I were to post in every local dog-related Facebook group for, for every part of the country, I would surely get a frostier welcome. Micro influencers. Influencers are a great way to give people a more personal connection to what you're selling by having someone that they know or at least they follow on social media. Bring it to their attention while you probably don't have the budget to get from any of the Kardashians. This is another place where you can and should start small. Cooper, my own personal micro-influencer, I've had great access with micro-influencers giveaways. I look for dog accounts with between 3,000 and 10,000 followers. Give the influencer a sample of my product and they take pictures with it to post on Instagram. They then run a giveaway where the followers have a follow my account in order to win. See there? That's another way to take some things and actually build on them is give it away to someone who can take pictures, post it on their Facebook group, and then encourage people that if they want to take part in it, they have to join your Facebook group. So what that's doing is that's increasing your following and it's giving you the opportunity to develop those kinds of relationships with customers that will not only get them to be your first-time customers, but they will become your long-term customers and repeat business. These work well because influencers of this size 
don't get a lot of sponsorship from brands. So when you reach out, they're often very receptive. They rarely ask for anything more than a free product. And they're genuinely enthusiastic when they post. You can start small, even on social media. To help, here are three workflows that can help you to automate your Instagram or business account so that you can focus on the more personal parts of marketing. Continue to grow. So you've started small. Now what? Getting your first few sales is a great feeling, but you need to keep selling more in order to have a real business. The key is to turn those early customers into brand ambassadors. It's time to capitalize on the passion of your early customers. Referral programs. Silence, or since these folks are already inclined to talk about your business, give them a good reason to. You don't need a wildly complex affiliate scheme where they get a percent of sales that they refer. Instead, just something like a discount on the next purchase for each referral or a small gift is great. You're not looking to give major incentives to convince people to talk about brands. All you want is a little nudge a person who would already say good things if asked. Engage early customers in product decisions. If you want your early adapters to feel connected to your brand, include them in this decision. When I was at the point where I had to make a decision on what our second product would be, I emailed my list with two options and asked them to select one. This worked on a number of levels. First, that email got a high level of engagement. Second, almost everyone voted for the same thing, which was really helpful. Third, I followed up with all the folks who voted for the winner before I launched it. And I gave them a discount code and the ability to pre-order as a thank you. That drove sales right away and helped to get some early reviews, which are really important. See, the thing is, you want reviews or testimonials because when you have future customers, they're going to want to know what did your other customers have to say. If you take one thing away from this, let it be this. Capture people's emails. Email marketing is incredibly cost effective. And it's really like what you have to say or it's important to your business because you're likely to meet a lot of people who like what you have to say but just don't think your business is mature enough to buy yet. If you have the emails, you can follow up 
and you can grow and improve. If you gave, if they gave you feedback, you can reach back out once you've incorporated it. Building a passionate base of customers means communicating to them regularly. And email is far away the best way to do it. When you're using email because you're no longer face-to-face, you may have the urge to revert back to the impersonal with promotions and discounts. Resist that and keep engaging in meaningful ways. Here's something to think about. When you are looking at building your email list, here's something to do. You you always do something where your ratio is two or three to one, where you're giving them good information that they're going to want to open up your email and read it. And that increases and improves your opportunity of all your emails going into the inbox rather than the spam box. And remember, you can go to my website, and that's the number one personal careercoach.com and you can sign up for either individual or group coaching and if you want to read my articles you have the opportunity to see and understand exactly what it is that I'm saying as a follow up to growing your business